0: Love Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Legal Management Talk, official podcast of the Association of Legal Administrators. Today's session focuses on building and sustaining financial success for your firm. Our guest, Felix Oberholzer, is a professor of business administration at Harvard Business School and consults with law firms and corporations around the globe. Welcome, Felix.
1: Good morning, Christina.
0: So first off, let's get the lay of the land. What are some of the obstacles that you'll be discussing that firms face in today's market?
1: Well, uh, there are many many challenges. Where where do I begin? Uh, I maybe <laughs> I'll point out uh, I'll point out three. One is uh, the rise of in-house in-house counsel. Mm-hmm. So the tendency of in particular large American corporations to bring more legal work in-house. Obviously there is fierce competition for talent now, uh, in particular uh, a good number of law firms trying to grow their business by uh, competing for senior partners at other firms, which then has important implications not only for the size of the firms, but also for the meaning of reputation in the market for legal services more generally. And then I think more broadly, commoditization pressures across the industry that suggests we might be at a point at which the provision of legal services will undergo quite a fundamental change perhaps not unlike what we have seen in financial services about a good decade ago
0: so the firms that thrive how are they different how do they compete with these obstacles
1: so this is a is a great it's a great question you know on on the one hand it's it's really a little bit uh, a split picture. On the one hand, if I read the popular press, even if I read uh, some more specialized uh, commentary, you might think that uh, the provision of legal services is close to its end, that that in particular large uh, law firms are, are are really in peril but if you look at the numbers the numbers uh tell you a very different story so revenue per lawyers are up profits per partners are up profits per lawyers are up also in in uh in the MLAW 100 firms and so one interesting question is what is happening here why is there a deep sense of crisis a deep sense of change when at the same time you look at the numbers and you see that well wow, actually uh the legal profession is probably, in particular, uh, uh, larger uh, corporate law firms are probably one of the industries that has uh, weathered the, the past recession quite well, and it continues to do continues to do very well. And I think the answer is that beneath the really uh, quite amazing and and very promising numbers, there is sort of a a change even among large law firms where some law firms move into a very privileged position, while other law firms, now and, and in particular smaller ones, are now looking to be in a more difficult situation from a from a competitive point of view.
0: So, can you give me an example of, of some of the key drivers or some of the kinds of strategic off, trade offs? Excuse me, that firms face.
1: The the simplest the simplest way to cut the data is to look at uh, the size of firms so if you if you look at the top 100 you will see that generally the financial success is very very highly correlated uh with uh, the size of companies uh but The real question, the interesting question is what's behind size? Why is it that we now see that the largest ones do very well while the smaller ones uh, by and large tend to be in a more difficult position? And there are are several answers. Some of them are obvious. So for instance, if you're a firm that happens to be engaged in M&A activities with the current boom in M&A, of course you're going to do very well we worry a little about you uh, going forward as the M&A boom uh, tends to be quite cyclical. But there are many other questions, many other potential drivers that lead to this correlation between size and profitability. How important is technology, for instance? How teched up do you have to be as a company in order to uh, have a good good prospects of not merely surviving, but doing well in the future. How important is reputation as, uh, as a driving force for profitability? Uh, do you need to be really aggressive in the market for talent, try, trying to grow very quickly the number of partners, the number of lawyers, but also increase leverage in order to be successful? So size is a, is a handy proxy for success but there are many drivers below uh, the simple, simple correlation that are quite interesting to think about and I think will force important strategic changes on, on a large number of law firms.
0: All right, so Felix, you're going to be speaking at ALA's Large Firm Principal Administrators Retreat this fall, and it sounds like your session is going to be very interactive and hands-on. What do you hope are the key takeaways for retreat attendees?
1: There are really two goals for the, for the day. The first one is to far better understand the correlation that I just spoke about. So if I have conversations with uh, administrators and, and leaders in large law firms, and I ask a simple question such as, how, how large do you have to be in order to have a good chance of not merely survival, but financial profitability and success? I'm not sure I always get answers that are fully reflective of the realities and the changes that take place in the in the market for legal services. And so the first part of the day, we'll use a couple of case studies uh, having us think about what drives competitiveness in the market for legal services and what are the implications for the participants in the room. How should you think about technology? How should you think about business development? How should you think about mergers, perhaps? Uh, Think about um, the recent announcement and Denton and Da Chang Uh, forming one law firm with more than 6,000 lawyers? Is that that the size that is needed in the future to survive? Uh, These are the kinds of questions that we'll mostly address in the first part of the program. And then in the second part of the program, we will uh, try to have uh, participants think about the competitive position in of their own firm. And uh, I do this in a a very hands-on, practical way through an exercise that identifies the source of competitive advantage uh, that allows participants in the seminar to spot opportunities for profit for profitable differentiation. And then finally, to map out a little bit of a road map, what are the implications? If you, if you have a good sense of where your competitive niche is going to be, where you might be able to most successfully compete in the marketplace, what are the next steps that you need to take inside your firm in order to make sure you seize these opportunities and that you continue to increase... Uh, Uh, profitable differentiation relative to other firms. Uh, This, I think, is going to be both uh, sort of an intellectually engaging but also fun exercise to map out the potential future of one's firm.
0: Excellent. Well, that brings us to the end of our podcast. Thank you so much to our guest, Felix Oberholzer, for your expertise. Felix will be speaking on the topic of sustaining competitive advantage at ALA's Large Firm Principal Administrators Retreat. That's August 6th through 8th in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Visit the ALA website at alanet.org for more information. And again, thank you for joining us.